In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sub Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Millie Tamaras. And I'm Chris Burns. Yay. And this Yay. is the Betches Up Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Good morning. How have the past 24 hours been for us all? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Millie, I'll let you. It sounds like you have quite a story of... We had a lot of rain in these it rained. parts. If you didn't hear, it rained it's, in New York City. It rained, but like, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know. I I went to see the Queen of Chaos herself, Azalea Banks. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what um, you get. <laughs> the Queen of Chaos, Azalea Banks. Did she kill any cats on stage? No, her cat was already dead when she boiled it. Chris, take that back. Anyway... <laughs> The cat was dead already, and then she boiled it. Do not <laughs> slander her. Yeah, God forbid no, I mean, there's no, rumors about Azalea Banks out there. It's not rumors. She was on her fucking Instagram live. I know, bitch. Her dead cat. Pop <laughs> Culture <laughs> Thursdays. Pop Culture Thursdays. <laughs> yes. no, so when I left Brooklyn, it was raining, but it was like, whatever. Wait, where was the Azalea Banks show? Webster Hall. So she has, so Azalea sold out four nights at webster hall and they redid webster hall so it is like one it's it looks like terminal five actually now it's like a big so she's Doesn't told a she lot like, of am i am i making up that she hates gay people now no she she, she hates everyone literally i will share don't take it personally it's not homophobic chris she just hates everybody well listen <laughs> if you were at that concert last night you know that it don't matter she hates gays because gays love her Okay, yeah, because we're all masochistic psychos. It, no, no, no. She, um, there's this funny thing where on her Wikipedia page it has list of controversies and like oh people God. she has beef with. I'm gonna share like y'all the photo, but it's like it's like Whitney. No, it's not Whitney. It's like Oprah, the Iggy Azalea, the entire Republic of Ireland, like the African diaspora, like <laughs> all of it. All of it. Oh she my god! Everybody, but um, you <laughs> my know, favorite just, is the is the Grimes uh, Elon Musk, you know, drama is, where she lived mine. lived in their house for nine days or something without yeah, them. Yeah, and they try to have like a threesome with her a bunch. I feel like oh my you, god, you you haven't seen that, um, Amanda? No, please. Amanda, it's insane. She, she live tweeted it, and then she read Elon Musk to Phil, and she. Oh, said, I did know this. I did, of course, obviously, I did know beta, this. Yeah, a beta male. <laughs> with hair plugs and froggy eyelids. I was like, yo, 
who's only rich because of your parents' blood money. Like that's why gay people love her. Yeah, that's great though. <laughs> okay, the thing about Azalea Banks, and we didn't even get into like the aftermath. But the thing about Azalea Banks is that there is a kernel of truth. There is a kernel of something there. You know, I do think like as a black woman, like people treat you like shit and all this stuff but like to make it in the industry to make it in in whatever you have you kind of have to put up with it you just do that's the reality people are gonna slight you all the time take your ideas and 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 you like if you want to be successful you just have to accept it but what azalea Azalea doesn't accept it, and then but then she'll go and she'll call it out there's, every there's, single time. There, yeah, but and there's a difference here, Millie. Hard. She's boiling yes, cats exactly. on Instagram. No, and then I said she'll go too hard, and then you're like, oh, I was with you, but damn, girl, that's too much. And then she also has an eccentric personality of like, yeah, she does Santeria, and all, you know, she's just a little nutty, but it's just like. Honestly, she's like Kanye. It sounds she's like an nothing. incredible show. It sounds like an amazing show. <laughs> oh, the show was great. She's a, I, th- I really do think she's like Kanye. It's yeah. so funny because her latest thing totally. is pro Kanye. Like um, when Kanye and Kim announced their divorce, she posted a picture of Harley Quinn and Joker. It was like me and Kanye. No. Yeah, like, <laughs> and she has this song where it's like, fuck him all night. And like on, on the album cover, it's like her nails and they say Kanye West. Like she's just a troll, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, she's crazy, whatever. Great show. Outfit was nuts. It had like a boa feather. You can see on my Instagram, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> the whole point is when I left, when I left Brooklyn, it was raining, but like kind of a, whatever. When I got to Manhattan, it was like pouring like really hard. And then I guess throughout the whole time I was at the show and then after the show was pouring hard, there were no Ubers. All the trains were shut down. No lifts, no taxis, all the hotel rooms. And you were like, in the East Village. We were in the East Village. And, and I, we're live, I live pretty close oh, to yeah. the East Village. And it was like, yeah, fucking crazy. I was... I, cause I must have been getting home around the time you were in your Uber when it like really started to downpour. Cause I was walking from Chelsea at the gym. Thank you so much. Um, and I, I bought an umbrella, like one of the shitty umbrellas, like at the bodega next to the gym. And by the time I got home, the umbrella was completely disintegrated. Oh, that's it was wild. Crazy. Did you take an Uber though? No, really? I couldn't get an Uber. There were no Ubers. You know how I got home? I fucking got a zip car. I forgot because I have a car, but I forgot to cancel my zip car subscription. And then I fucking got a zip car. And Holy that's shit. how I like that's the only way I made it home. People how do you like, get a zip car? Like, Are they parked around? Like they're rebels? parked around. This was also like it was in a garage. Like it's in a oh. garage in the in the in Union Square. And um I got a zip car. Like you unlock it with your phone. I had to like call them and stuff and I like try to locate it. But yeah, like I got a zip car and I drove it home and it was like almost two hundred dollars. Like I have to return it at some point today. <laughs> I, I, know. Just, I was gonna say you might as well do your errands and stuff, but you already have a car. You don't need I to know. Weren't you scared? Like did you see that cars had been like overturned or did you know your route was safe? I I didn't like the the, the crazy thing was by by 2 or 1 a.m. Like it stopped raining completely and it was completely dry. Yeah. And then I didn't even know about the flooding until 
I had got home and then somebody texted like my buildings group check because I live in one of those buildings where there's like laundry in the basement and a gym and someone's like our basement's flooded and then I saw on Twitter somebody had shared that like just like six or seven blocks away in Bushwick there was that terrible flooding on Knickerbocker Ave if you've seen it like I had no idea that it was because yeah. it was raining bad but I feel like it's rained worse in New York, it, it was I just like so fast. I think it was I don't know. So hard and for like so long because the alley. I live on the first floor, but uh, there's like a basement. So like the Oof. front of my the front of my apartment is like right to the street, but then the back windows like I look down because there's like a basement <laughs> in the alley, and it flooded like up to the the windows of downstairs. It so was like all, this crazy. is everybody's stuff is destroyed. This is this is crazy because this stuff is going to happen. Yeah. This has been a summer of this. And this is just like hurricane season is always, it's not going to be like, Oh, there might be one really bad one during hurricane season. It's across the country. People are getting like, they're like half of their belongings. 14 people died. It's almost almost like the climate's changing. (laughs) I don't really think there's enough evidence for that. Um, Well, yeah. It's fucking get that apartment insurance. Yeah. Like, I know that's true. I got to get that. Um, my cousin we, had my cousin there was a fire in my cousin's apartment and she had like paid a hundred dollars for a year of um, apartment insurance and got back like eighteen thousand dollars worth of yeah, stuff it's so worth it our building like makes you do it like you have to have yeah, apartment insurance too. yeah yeah um, I gotta get it oh well thank god you're okay goodness yeah I know what and like, yeah what a mess uh, yeah. chaos queen I'm like Azalea Banks started the apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wrote like I'm sure she's gonna run with that rumor too. No, she literally has. She was like, it's a spiritual cleansing. Everyone, all of you guys needed the spiritual cleanse. Like that's the goddess. And she believes down. that. She's not just saying that. She's no. like, sure, why not? <laughs> but again, amazing show. She's like, she was a great performer. Remember, great singer, great dancer. I, I remember watching a video of her talking about why she says the word faggot as much as she wants. Well, <laughs> so I'm imagining her. You faggots needed this cleansing more than anything. <laughs> and Matt Damon's in the audience. And like, they're like, yeah! yeah! <laughs> Matt Damon in the audience. For sure. That's so funny. Oh, gosh. Well, I hope everybody, I know we have a lot of city area listeners are safe and um, have yeah. a plan for, I mean, I don't know how you get all your belongings. I mean, the stuff that's ruined, yeah, that it's just, sucks. we're all going to have to just have little climate change, like savings accounts. For those yeah. of us that even can. Well, that's. I was talking to my roommate. I'm like, what's our plan if we got like stranded exactly. in this apartment? Because I w- I've watched a lot of doomsday preppers. And by that, I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen it all. And there's one where the girl lives in the city and she has like a plan for if she has to escape the city. And she has like a boat hidden in Central Shit, Park. Really? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> like a blow up boat that she like has... <laughs> That's and I'm like, really should, should I be hiding? Like, that sounds a like a hilarious, like Broad City episode where they just try <laughs> to figure out like an escape plan for for when yeah. it all for when it all comes because it is it is. Ugh. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. 
They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. I mean, in, in better news and lighter news. <laughs> what is the lighter news, Amanda? The abortion? There's only oh, one. The abortion is legal in 49 states, which is excellent news. That's good news. That's good news. I mean, it has been for, seven, for since the 70s. God damn it. Yeah, this is, I feel like you can't, um, can't overstate what's happening here uh for the first time in 40 years abortion is is illegal in a u.s state how does that make you feel chris um (laughs) as a gay man how do you feel about abortion as a gay man who could never impregnate anyone or become pregnant i mean i guess you could (laughs) i didn't mean to say chris was in the closet for a long time you don't we don't know. You don't got a little, a little one running around. That's no, why he was in Albany the entire pandemic. His I can promise like, you that his there is. Family's like, come home. <laughs> I can promise you, unless the hot tub rumors are true, there is no pregnant women by me. Um, mm-hmm. um but yeah, obviously, right. obviously. It's a horrible fucking it's horrible. thing. Like I can't get anyone <laughs> pregnant, but I've been with plenty of people taking pregnancy tests in a panic. So. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. So I'll go through what happened last night. So after leaving the door open for Texas abortion law, the Supreme Court went ahead, stepped aside, let it walk right in. Instead of blocking the law, which is clearly a violation of constitutional precedent with Roe v. Wade and uh, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, the court denied the emergency application to stop it. So the vote was five, four with Chief Justice John Roberts joining the court's three liberal members in dissenting. The opinion basically acknowledged that, um, it basically was like, yeah, Texas, you made this law so crazy that we don't know what to do with it. Or or basically, I mean, these conservatives on the courts are zealots. So they were like, great, thanks for giving us a reason we can just let this go. Yeah, Brent Kavanaugh has to pay off his credit card bill. Oh my God. Yeah. He's, he's like going to hire somebody to do some bounty hunting for him in Texas. I love that. You always bring up that Brett Kavanaugh is broke. No, somebody paid that motherfucker oh, right. off. Yeah. Look up his finance. Anyway, sorry. I cut you off. Continue with your bullet points. <laughs> in lighter news. <laughs> we have some, I tried to make light news, but it's still kind of bad. It's news. Not later. We have no light yeah. news today. But um, so Texas, the Supreme Court was basically like, you need to actually sue somebody for this to happen. Like somebody needs to have been sued for aiding and abetting for us to even consider this. The majority said that they were like, this isn't because we think it's constitutional. We just think there are procedural challenges. This is bullshit to me. I mean, 
the Supreme Court, like their job is to stop unconstitutional things from happening, which is what Sonia Sotomayor, Justice Sonia Sotomayor wrote in her dissent. She said plainly, like this law restricts access to women's to abortion beyond what the precedent allows. That's the only question we need to be answering. To suggest otherwise is just wrong. So this morning you can still, I mean, until yesterday we were saying, oh, today you can still be sued, but it's just today. Be careful out there today. It's, I think the Supreme Court is gone until mid-October. Like it's not Jeez. today. This is in effect in Texas for the time being. If you're in Texas, you can't get an abortion after six weeks. You can't talk to anybody about getting in Texas. That's a, an important distinction because if you, like there are clinics and, and providers and helpers that are open and answering their phones because they'll help you go to like Colorado or Arizona or I guess Louisiana or wherever. It's mostly Colorado, wherever you can go. But like for the foreseeable future, we have no idea when not abortion is not legal in Texas. And I have no problem saying that as a blanket statement because like yeah. you do not know you're pregnant at six weeks unless you're trying to be, unless like you're measuring, yeah. unless you are desperate to get pregnant and you're checking all the time. Especially, like, yeah, exactly. And the people that need the abortions after six weeks won't even know that they need them until yeah after the six weeks and i feel like texas has been like trying to make obviously been trying to make abortion illegal for ever or for as long as i have been yeah able to know stuff um because it was like what three years ago there was only like three Mm -hmm. planned parenthoods in the whole state it's like big ass state yeah yeah i have a question is it that you can't get it at all or is it if you get it after six weeks you can get sued so the the person getting the abortion can't be sued at all um texas thinks that's like a very charitable thing um but the the providers yeah, because will be it's sued gonna be like a yeah. fucking they know they're like they suing know. this person is gonna give who money this person that's trying to get an abortion in texas that can't afford to leave texas to get an abortion after six weeks obviously isn't gonna have any fucking money to be sued for mm-hmm. right right that's that's a good point yeah and, so and then it, they can claim that, like, no, 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 we're not going after women. We're just yeah. going over people that help women ruin their lives. We're not going after by women. Ending we're their going pregnancy. for the people that help women. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't hate women. We just hate the people that help them. Um, <laughs> what was going to say? There's no, worse punishment. Guess, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, sure. But. <laughs> I was going to say, there's worse punishment than when you, like, drive a terrorist somewhere to commit a terrorist attack. Like, it's like that. But the person's yeah. getting an abortion. I'm 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 confused because I'm like, is it that they are they're still going to do it, but then gets risk getting sued or like you, they're just not going to perform. They're not doing it. They're not yeah, doing like, it. Could, could a doctor be like um, in trouble with the medical board and stuff no, if they no, do it? Definitely not. I mean, what I've seen, which I've been a little bit surprised to see, is that most of the the prominent providers are like we have to obey the law. Like we can't break the law because what these people want to do is completely bankrupt them. Like as yeah. Amani Gandhi, we had Amani Gandhi on yesterday and she noted that you can sue over and over again for the same abortion. You can sue yeah. who, oh over and over again. The, well, they so had also people been, can be completely bankrupt. Yeah. Financial terrorism, for lack of a better word, is fucking crazy. Because yeah. they, they for years were requiring Planned Parenthoods in Texas to have like insane equipment that they would never right. use that w- that's like for serious uh like heart transplant operations and stuff so if they don't have that equipment because they can't afford it then they can't right. be open by legal right standards. Yeah. sucks dude like who cares <laughs> like, 
Why do people care so much about abortion? Like, it seems like bored, pe- like people at home that just want to cause, <laughs> like that are like so. Mm-hmm. Pr- I'm like, yeah. What is your end goal here? It's just a very small group of people that you can get extremely animated. Is that's the thing? Is like most of these lawmakers in Texas don't actually give a shit. It's just the only culture where they have left. Like yeah. we we're talking about this earlier this week. Like Republicans don't have uh, gay marriage anymore. Because young Republicans are like, we're gay and married, so we're not going to fight that one. They're kind of slowly losing climate change. I think they're going to because it's, as we just discussed, it's happening. I mean, they have the COVID one. That's getting them through for now. But like, literally, it's like random. That's true. I mean, Trump lost. Like, they lost lost, that. I think because of COVID. Yeah. If he did a better job and so many people are dying, like. I think once it's mandated, like we were saying on the podcast, Amanda, totally. like they're going to lose that. So, yeah, I yeah, no, I can't. I think about this all the time. Like, why do you care? Some part of me is like, I don't think that the propaganda is ineffective the way that they manipulate it, the way that they have pictures of babies. If I mean, think of how how not baby. I mean, they like make the fetuses, it seem like yeah. fetuses yeah. are further along in their pictures. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It's they're completely misleading. And as we've learned with this pandemic, nobody actually does their own research. So they're just like, oh, whatever those people say are happening is definitely what's happening. And then suddenly you are like in somebody's mention saying you want to protect the unborn. It's a piece of like, it's a piece of, I've also struggled with covering it because it's like now I'm at the age where like, I would probably want to have children soon. And I think about it sometimes. So I, I, I'm starting to have different reactions to when I describe it as just like, it's just a piece of tissue. I'm like, to people who really want to get pregnant, mm-hmm. it's it's actually much yeah. more than that. But, but it is actually just a piece of scientifically, tissue. Scientifically, it is a piece of tissue Thank at you. that right. stage. And I like, yeah, I feel the same way where I have like I feel my biological clock like I'm like I think maybe I do want to have kids I have like nephews and stuff now yeah, and Chris, like I, you're I, the best dad well Chris you already have kids in Albany we all know it's okay <laughs> I love um, Titus <laughs> Titus and Kimmy Schmidt you're a secret family <laughs> yeah. in upstate New York uh, hopefully I book like Titus does and get in a Jennifer Hudson movie next you will. as well you will and I will say you do have like fatherly tendencies you do well, Absolutely. Like in that in that bachelor party, Chris was a provider for sure. <laughs> really? Chris Absolutely. is so much nicer and, and warmer than you would expect. Just because you have, you know, your well, like I'm not gonna give drag that, exterior. I, <laughs> I don't do all that. But yeah, honey don't blow up my spot. <laughs> honey were you were you the, the house mom of the bachelorette yes. party? I tend to, yeah. I well yeah. I think it also like my anxiety, um, that's how I get I'm like cleaning and like I need to do stuff but also yeah. like you know I feel sorry now we're just guessing of Chris instead of no, talking it's about fine. abortion <laughs> it's Thursday it's Thursday, it's Thursday. <laughs> but also like you know mask like masculine um house stuff too Chris is also good at I exactly know. see yeah. my parent my parents would be so thrilled because this was my entire life how they like I had to fucking mow the lawn and then good. do the dishes there's like all these tweets that are like th- there's this one dad is how black twitter was just like man if my son's gay 
I'd be like, great, you better sashay across that lawn and mow it. <laughs> That's literally how my dad is about, yeah. It's like, cool, go clean the, go wash the car. Yeah, yeah literally, oh my, my dad will be, my dad makes jokes like, aren't your people supposed to be fucking clean? This place is still a disaster. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you brought up an interesting point earlier, Chris, when you mentioned like a lot of I mean, a lot of straight guys, they know what's happening. A lot of straight guys with blue checks are tweeting the right things. Um, but you like like you have would say mainly your friend group is women. So like oh, I feel like you do have. OK, <laughs> I was trying to yeah. be like gentle. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I think you like hang out with a lot of you, you were, Yeah, you were a bridesmaid. So <laughs> I've been a bridesmaid. That was my 13th time. No, <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Seriously, this bitch is um okay. Now I'm thinking about we should write a what was it a 27 dresses reboot? Yeah, for Chris, Fat Catherine Heigl. Yeah, but yeah, do you feel Catherine. like you have? Oh, that's hilarious. Do you feel like you have more of an insight into this? As you said, you've been around a lot of women who are taking pregnancy tests, and like that urgency, that terror. You know that terror. I think this is what men don't understand: the abject terror of being yeah. pregnant when you don't want to be. Yeah, I mean. One distinct memory, I was like six, or no, I must have been 18. And my friend was like, I think I'm fucking pregnant. We like had to go, went to Walmart to get the pregnancy test and are like waiting in the Walmart parking lot to find out if she's pregnant. And like, where'd you take the test? In the Walmart bathroom. <laughs> in the back. In the, that in was the an Walmart. important continuity note. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I was just- bathroom. But like, and that. Yeah, I mean, she was so fucking panicked and obvious, and she was pregnant, and then she had to go and, wow. you know, figure it all out. And I like went, it was, uh, if the option wasn't there, I can't imagine how different it would have been. She would have found the option. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. if you don't want to have a fucking baby, you're not going to have a baby. I'm going to find a way to not have a baby. Yeah. And like her spe- specifically, if that option wasn't there, she would have definitely done something dangerous mm-hmm. to get it done. And like, that's yeah, where we're, yeah, that's, it's not dangerous to take abortion pills at home. It's actually incredibly safe. But the, I don't think it's, this is where we're at now is like people are instructing each other how to do self-managed abortions. They've actually been doing that for people in other countries for a while, not even with the approved and yeah. safe pills. But it is even with the pills. I think it's like it's a process. From what I've heard, it can be even more of a horrific experience than actually going to get the abortion physically. Well, you want to like make sure you're doing it right and that you're okay and there's could be a lot of bleeding and stuff. And you see things you wouldn't in a normal like It's a preference thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also once talked to like women who were more religious and they 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 for some reason they found um, medication abortion just to be a gentler way of it. They didn't like the idea of going and and doing like getting their ba- their words vacuumed yeah. out of them. But but for a lot of people, I mean, I know a lot of people that is not preferable. A lot of people would much rather go somewhere and not have to look at anything and just have it done because it, it can be um, surprising yeah. and unpleasant well, to do that. That was we had another friend who had done it with pills and had like told my friend, like, don't do it this way. It uh. was like the worst for me. So then she at the like knew that she didn't want to do it that way. So that was the whole thing. So if that's your only option too, I just yeah, can't imagine the like fear of well, having to figure it out. If without. you're not in control of like your fertility, 
you're not in control of your life. You know, it is just so difficult for women to get ahead in general and then to have a baby in the mix. One of my favorite articles like about abortion is that 2014 Esquire article. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, It's about the last abortion clinic in Mississippi. Yeah. And it's just basically like this one guy who like lives part time in Mississippi or like he comes to Mississippi for like one or two weeks out of the month. And then they just anonymously talk to everybody. And basically he comes and he performs like 10 abortions a day for two weeks and then leaves and goes lives where he actually lives and then comes back. And then you start asking everybody, you know, like all the people in the way he's the the reporter was asking all the people in the waiting room. And one of them's like, I'm in the military. Like I already have kids and we're not ready for this other one. And like, you know, I, or like this guy sucks. You know what I mean? You know, it's like all this stuff that is just, and then, you know, like it just sucks too. I think people don't also understand like, getting an, an adoption is is difficult and complicated and like well, like kind of can fuck up your body um and then if you keep the baby like i used to work in a preschool in one of my former lives i was a preschool teacher in in like um patterson new jersey which is you know like a low income whatever inner city quote quote whatever area and it really hit me that like just seeing like the custody things and all that stuff that's going yeah, on. Wow, and yes. it's just like, it's like whoever you have kids with, it, you're really stuck with them forever. Like, like constantly these people are in like parent teacher conferences and they hate each other and they have terrible communication and they're just like, and the kid is like, them. yeah, I worked in college at an after school, like um, program in Oneonta, which is like a small town west of albany um that's low income it's mostly like a college town besides uh a small population but yeah there was like multiple kids who had we had like photos of the dad because if he came we were supposed to call Mm -hmm. the police exactly yeah things like that where it's just like these fucking you know poor kids who have to that's not talked about enough it's like not only am i blowing up my life by having a child I'm not ready for. I am now stuck with this abusive person or person that I just don't want to be around who is now entitled to access to me and my oh, yeah. for the exactly. rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Thick. Drama. Can we talk about drama? My Where I worked, um, there, it, we taught three-year-olds and four-year-olds, right? So there is a girl that's three years old in in a class and you know her mom and dad and like they're not together and then she at the end of the year she moved on to four-year-olds and dad had another three-year-old like his other baby in the same school um with a different mom like and you know what i mean so he's Mm -hmm. going to like the parent and teacher conferences with this and they're all young Mm-hmm. They're all young. This is you know? why it's like, and obviously we're not suggesting that any of these kids were like unwanted, but I'm also furious at the safe, legal and rare people because I don't give a shit how, I mean, it should be safe and legal. I don't think it should be rare. If you are not ready, it is. Yeah. It is, I've talked about this on the podcast for me and Sammy talk about it a lot, but the people, the millennials that are having kids, nothing has wanted me to have kids less than people just constantly talking about how it completely blows up your life. It's the hardest thing. Yes. I know they say it's super rewarding. I think I look forward to that, but I am it's 
I feel like for the past 15 years of my life, I have been told how devastating it will be to my life to reproduce. Well, they also don't really talk about how postpartum affects people so heavily. Yeah. And And their existing children. Way more than, yeah. I've had so many close friends that have had kids in the past couple years and are pregnant currently and everything else. And it's like, yeah, it's their entire I'm like my entire life changed from them having kids their entire life <laughs> yeah. is like I'm like they're just so fucking tired all the time and it, it really does put a halt on everything else so and they did you it are, they probably wanted to do it yeah totally and they try you know this is what they wanted and it's still I was watching making the cut on Amazon and there's like this woman <laughs> who is from Brooklyn I think mm-hmm. um but she is like a great fashion designer and stuff, but talks about how she got pregnant and it like threw off everything. And now she's like trying to get back on so she can like get money. And it's like, yeah, because also the father holds the power forever, like for the rest of the child's life, really the father, whether, you know, so it's, yeah, they can choose to come and go, you know, the mother. Yeah, no, exactly. And millennial women, you know, like we, with every generation of women, like, thankfully, we have, like, a lot more access to, you know, financial success and, like, a lot more job opportunities and things are, like, slowly progressing. But it's also, like, yeah, like, it's not like the old days where we're, like, I have a full life now. Mm-hmm. You know, I have things that I want to do. I want to go see things and do things and I don't want to be beholden to all this shit. And then it's, like, and I'm sure everyone else, like you, you spend all this time, like cultivating this really dynamic life where, yeah, millennials like to travel and experience things and go to live concerts and stuff. And it's just like when you have a kid, you're just supposed to stop that or it's just difficult, like in general, um, as an adjustment, even if you want it, like you were saying. So if you're not sure, whatever. And it's just like, yeah, you'll never get ahead, like financially, you know, mm-hmm. like. I think about all the time. It's just like, because like all you got to do to get pregnant, to have a whole ass baby is have sex once. That's crazy. That's crazy. Think about it. It's you can like your driver's license. You can get easier or like it's harder to get a driver's license. It's harder to get a parking permit. Right. And we're just like, sure. Everybody should be a parent. No problem. No. And that's all their fucking issue too. Is that like, I mean, in some ways, like it's a slippery slope of like when you start telling certain people can't have kids and shit, but at the same time, totally. some people should not have fucking kids, you know? Especially if so, they don't want to, they shouldn't be forced into having them. And like I, just the trauma and like, and then it becomes a society problem. Mm-hmm. We're paying for it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, that's tough. And like, there are people who want to be parents and are having a hard time. And yeah, let's give them child tax credit. And let's like, let's have great yeah, programs for them right. and all that stuff. Yeah. But like. Just because somebody's poor doesn't mean they shouldn't have children. Like that's obvious. That's not. We should be supporting. Like it's. That's not what. I, yeah, exactly. Erin Ryan. Erin Ryan, who's pregnant right now, she's the host of the Stereo podcast. Um, I listen, which comes out on Thursdays, and she said today she was like, "I want like broad reproductive rights for everybody on either side. I want people, women that are poor, to be able to have the families that they want." And the support yeah. that they want to the same with the same enthusiasm. We want people who are not ready or never want to have a family to not have to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
that's just exposes like the hypocrisy of what the Republicans are doing. So, well, yeah, that's also just, you know, a big issue, too. And I mean, that's why in this infrastructure bill, it's also just like, yeah, child care is really expensive in this country. And it's like, yeah, how do we want people to have babies if we're, we don't we don't have any infrastructure, anything set up for these people to fucking succeed as parents? And when I mean some people like shouldn't terrorism. have kids. Exactly. When I mean some people who turn out kids, like people have a lot of issues mm-hmm. and they don't work them out and they just put them on their children. Oh, and, and people and people who people abused. who have issues like that are so good at having safe sex. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah, and then people make the argument, obviously, for adoption. But it's like if adoption works so well, how is there so many people in the system? like so many kids and the system that fails quite often. Because right, of course you oh. want to have a baby, you're pregnant, you have the baby. You do your best for a couple of years, and then maybe if you can't, it is so much harder to get older kids adopted. It's just all so... And then they were taking away these kids, too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They take these kids away as soon as the parents... um, And, yeah, like, it was really, you know, again, in Florida, we had a parenting class that I took. Really? And yeah, and it was it was really good and it was really insightful. Like we watched birth, we had the like little baby doll thing. But then one thing, this girl from a few years ago, um, they recorded her giving a lecture. Like this woman, she had to be like twenty one, and she just like basically talked about her experience with adoption. Like she had this boyfriend in high school. They were young. They didn't know. They just had sex all the time. She got, and I just like really frankly talked about, and that stood with me of like, it's not just, oh, give the baby up for adoption. It was this whole process. And like, she Mm -hmm. talked about it and all this stuff. And it was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gotta stick with you for ever too. Like, because a lot of people like wouldn't even go through through to the adoption if it wasn't for the laws and the like societal pressure of feeling guilty about you know yeah anything so yeah it's just not good for anybody it was like um what is it like c storyline in um what is it my unorthodox life where they had like the the gay guy reunite with his adopted mom and it's so crazy because you know, they look exactly alike. <laughs> so it was so, but anyway, yeah. Fuck okay. Texas. We'll continue to watch this and resources, million, but it's so surreal. I know it's completely surreal. Women. The second biggest state, 15 million women. My God. That was our show today. Thank you all so much. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Millie Tamarez. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betcha Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.